Ready, set, go! This is the Checkpoint Radio Podcast. Tune into our weekly radio show. For more information, go to CheckpointRadio.com. Here are your hosts, Nate Bender, Robbie Landis, Norris Howard, and Joe Sloan. Checkpoint Reach. Hey, welcome to the Checkpoint Podcast. Um, so, long-term listeners of the podcast will, prob- will probably be noticing um, that the quality of this episode is uh, a bit different. Um, let me explain. So, we have just finished up the eSports Business Summit out at uh, Caesars Palace, and now here we are at the Las Vegas airport waiting for our plane. Yeah, originally we were going to try to record this actually on the flight back but a couple of issues came to mind, not the least of which being that we might get ourselves thrown off the plane. Well, not just that, but that we might not even be sitting together. And that would be really difficult to try to conduct this across, you know, like across like three different rows of seats. And not to mention whoever is sitting next to us might not want to be a part of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, it would have been nice to have, uh, you know, special guest whoever the hell was sitting with us. But, uh, yeah, we're not we're not going to put them on uh, not going to put them on the spot like that. And welcoming to the show, special guest, host of uh, Seat 27E. <laughs> so, uh, we, like I said, we just got done with the uh, eSports Business Summit. And, uh, boy, what an interesting couple of days. A lot of big announcements, both uh, from, you know, the eSports world and uh, from, you know, us as well. This was, this was a big 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 deal for us uh mostly because we were announcing beasley xp and uh checkpoint media you know the toughest thing for us is we're not good at keeping secrets and we don't like keeping secrets and we've had to keep an awful lot of them for the past few weeks uh we you know we've been able to hint that big things were happening but not able to give any specifics was really hard and so it was really fun to be here today or here this week and finally finally get to put out there what's been what's been going on with us and what's the plan for the future yeah it is uh it's really exciting uh for us and um and you know a a couple of shout outs i know that we did this on the show already but um you know a couple of shout outs that we we really have to make uh first and foremost to rick scott who was you know just hugely instrumental in in getting this whole thing uh pushed across the goal line he's been working on this for weeks and months um, so thank you to him. Also, uh, thank you, huge thank you to uh, Caroline Beasley, who came on the show to explain a little bit about uh, what the next couple of steps of uh, Checkpoint Media look like. So um, thank you to our new boss. That was so... Was Were you intimidated interviewing our boss? Because I have to say, that was insane. So almost everybody that we work with now, all of our new kind of... Uh, our team, basically, with Beasley XP. They, they're very quick to tell you what they think. You can always read their face. With the exception of Caroline, our boss, who is very stoic and very hard to read, so you're always kind of like, boy, I hope she's not mad at me. <laughs> yeah, getting to sit down and interview her was great, but also the most intimidating interview I've ever done. And we did Nate and Anzer this week. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if you missed the show, just real quick, uh, you missed conversations with Susie Kim. You missed conversations with uh, Nate Nanzer of the Overwatch League. You missed conversations with Chris Hopper from Riot. I mean, 
we got some of the biggest names in esports right now to sit down with us at, by the way, the gorgeous Beasley XP booth that was orchestrated by Heidi Raphael. One of the, the I, I, listen, I hope one day, because it may not be this year, but I hope one day that we'll get a booth like that out somewhere out at like E3. Well, that would be like the dream. We, so for those who haven't been with us for a long time, we do a show at E3 every year. And those shows are the definition of gorilla. Typically, we uh, well, I think this is the definition of gorilla. That's fair, uh, th- but those aren't like too far removed from this. Like, like we get into E3 uh, at the Los Angeles Convention Center, go find a table that we hope no one's using. Have Christine like bribe security not to throw us out. <laughs> this was much nicer. We got in there. There's a space set up for us. We're kind of at the focal point of it. Actually, we are the focal point of it. Uh, we have a table to work at. People come to us to get interviewed. Like this, if, if if you ever have your choice, oh yeah, go ahead and take this one. Absolutely. Um, so uh, I mean, just an incredible couple of days of interviews. And and the thing is, is that you know we got so many interviews out at the esports business summit. We just hit you with the heavy hitters. We and the thing is, is that the ones that we didn't get a chance to air are just as interesting as the Nate Nanzers or the Susie Kims of the world. Yeah, we've never had this much trouble putting a, a show together because we had too much good stuff. You know what I mean? Like, we had so many good interviews, we had no idea, like, okay, well, something's got to get pushed back to next week, but oh my god, then we have UC Irvine next week. Like, what are we going to do about that? Yeah, I know. Uh, and, and, I mean, we've got almost an entire second show worth of interviews. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's going to be really exciting for folks to uh, hear our conversations with, like, um, G2 Esports and the Story Mob or uh, Gen G Esports. Uh, those were such fascinating conversations that you can look forward to in the coming weeks of, uh, of Checkpoint. Yeah, I mean, uh, and typically we would... Uh you know, when we have extra interviews like that, it's not a common thing. But when we do, we'll find a way to, you know, we'll put them up as website exclusives. But the problem is we got too many really good interviews. Like, they are, they cannot just be website exclusives. They have to get out onto the show and over the air. So in the coming weeks, obviously next week we're at UC Irvine. We've got a lot of college-themed interviews. Maybe we'll try and put some of those in. But it's, you know, a couple weeks down the line, you can bet we'll be peppering in those interviews wherever they make sense to fit in. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, so, I, I gotta say, man, uh, my favorite part of the whole weekend uh, was getting to sit down to dinner at the end of, uh, of the night of, you know, the Tuesday night, the big day that we were all there for the full day, and, uh, and, and just getting to be treated to this uh, epically amazing meal, um, you know, and, and just be able to, to kind of cool our jets and, and relax. That was one of my favorite things about this whole trip. Uh, Joe, what about you? Well, that, that was great, although I admit when I sat down at the dinner table and saw that there were two forks, I started having flashbacks. Uh, did, did you start breaking out in cold sweats? I was like, well, great. Now at least I know what the one is. And actually, my girlfriend, uh, Sarah, texted me, and she's like, do you know what to do if there's a second fork? I'm like, you know what? I don't need this crap from you right now. What would you have done if there was a third fork? Oh, I would have just gotten up and run out screaming. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, here's the thing is that, you know, at least you guys were dressed appropriately for that dinner. You and Christine uh, somehow texted each other 
powwowed with each other and said, yeah, we're going to look look nice. So when we all met in the lobby, I'm like, oh, no, wait, I'm still wearing my jersey. Well, yeah, that was the thing. You know, you came, uh, you were napping while I went in the bathroom to change, so it's time for us to go. I step out of the bathroom dressed up. You're still in your jersey, and you're like, oh. I thought we were supposed to wear the jerseys. That's what I thought was happening. Um, speaking of the jerseys, huge shout-out and thank you to Champion who provided those jerseys. The turnaround time on them was epic. I mean, they just got them to us so quick, and it's really great to see the largest apparel maker in the U.S. getting into the eSports space. Yeah, I mean, like you say, the turnaround time was amazing on it because this deal... You know, this all has been happening just over the last couple of weeks. A lot had to come together really quick to make this happen. And again, we want to thank Heidi Raphael for her amazing work putting together all this because everything looked top notch. Like, there was nothing where I was like, well, they clearly only, you know, I'll give them a break. They only had a week to get it done. You know what I mean? Like, it all looked really nice. Uh, and and uh, Checkpoint, we of course have a kind of long, depressing history with shirts. Uh, and it was very nice to, for one, show up and look professional and look, I mean, Let's be honest. We had the coolest shirts in the building. Oh, totally. I mean, totally. Granted, there weren't any other esports teams there, so, you know, not exactly a fair comparison, but... I'm going with it anyway. <laughs> no, we we definitely uh, had great shirts, so thank you to Champion for uh, providing those. But, uh, you know, it was, it was really an incredible weekend filled with incredible conversations and uh, wonderful announcements. It's you know it, I think it's just so nice to be able to to talk about this finally, um, you know we've been working on it for so long and and uh, have been able to only say that big things are ahead and that we're working on stuff, but it now to get to the point where you know we can we can share the vision for what we're going to be doing here with with everyone else. What are you looking forward to most about um, being able to work full time on Checkpoint? Well, I think that's really the biggest thing is, is what, for those who, I mean, don't know, <clears throat> this has really been a labor of love for the last couple of years. We've done it pretty much gratis. Uh, and, you know, it's it's always been, okay, where can I carve out some time to work on Checkpoint? You know, we have a full-time job. We have relationships. We have, you know, life things that we have to keep going. And none of us, you know, we all worked retail or we were, you know, Nate, you worked in radio, but Robbie and I, we were ra- uh, retail. So finding time to carve out and work on checkpoint and still be you know keeping up with what's going on in esports and still finding some time to actually be able to play a video game and talk knowledgeably about it was really difficult i think that's kind of the thing i'm looking forward to most is that this is the career this is what my work time is for and now i we're that should let us do a better product for you guys uh, I said it in kind of our announcement post that it's, I consider it my biggest privilege to continue entertaining for you guys and that we can do that as our career now and let that be our primary focus is that's what I'm most excited about. Yeah, I, I think, you know, being able to connect with our audience every week was something that I looked forward to. You know, when I would ever, whenever I was able to carve out time to, to stream and get to know people through the chat room, you know, um, it, you know, we've been doing this and we've been, and we've been doing this outside of Checkpoint 2 for a really long time. I mean, this is the culmination of, of really like 12 years worth of work. And, you know, I just think it's 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 a, a great opportunity to be able to concentrate 
on something like Checkpoint. You know, um, one of, I think one of my biggest struggles was uh, splitting my attention, splitting my brain. I, 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 I have been told by doctors I have attention deficit disorder. I don't believe it because I think it's a way to sell pharmaceuticals. <laughs> But the thing is, though, is that it is difficult for me to switch between two, you know, two big areas. In my day job, I was working at a hip-hop station. And, you know, while there is some overlap between video games and hip-hop, it's not much. And so it was very two different, two very different worlds that I was operating in every single day. And to now be able to kind of pare down you know what what i have going on in my head that's been massively important for me so um that's what i'm looking forward to the most is being able a like you said to to be able to continue entertaining for the audience that we've been building for so long that is a huge privilege but also just for my own mental health to be able to concentrate on one thing and to stay engaged there it's going to be huge, not just for me, like personally, but I think it, it's going to be. It's going to help focus like my career and things like that. And, and perhaps a little bit more selfishly, one of the things I'm really looking forward to is perfectly highlighted by this trip. So we flew out on Sunday. Uh, Detroit to Vegas is a long day of travel, but even longer is today's day of travel. We're flying first to Los Angeles and then back home to Detroit from there. That's, you know, we're, we got up at about, you know, 7.30 this morning to check out and get here in time. Uh, and we're not going to be home until probably after 10.30 or 11 o'clock tonight. Yeah. That's a really long day of travel. And in the past, after that long day of travel, I would probably have to get up tomorrow morning and go to work. No. Now it's my weekend. Yeah. My, my weekend is here. Th- these, these five days have been my work week. Right. And that's, that is hugely, like... The, the biggest problem that people in entertainment and in esports face, I think, is burnout, right? And so to be able to, you know, go travel, really give it your all. Because in the past, we really couldn't give it our all because we had to be able to then go home and keep doing our lives. To be able to go give it your all and then come home and decompress for a couple of days before we go hit the road again next week is, I think, very selfishly something I'm very much looking forward to. Well, and, you know, I think that there's going to be more than a few people out there who wonder inevitably why do the deal with Beasley like you have so much freedom and independence doing it yourselves you're doing you know you're you got you guys on on your own got to the to the 60 station mark you know you're you're growing your twitch stream what why yeah why and for us you know the first thing that I think people really need to understand about about twitch streaming is that it is persistent. It is, it, you know, yes, people make an income and a livable wage being, you know, playing video games in front of other people. But it becomes it, it becomes a situation where if you're not doing it every single day or if you're not doing it regularly enough to be able to maintain that audience, that audience will go other places because Twitch as a platform doesn't stop. Well, and I think also, I don't want every single Twitch stream I ever do to be me having to tap dance or tear hair off my arm for bits. You know what I mean? Like, I would like us to be able to stream every day and people to subscribe if they want to, if they, if they think what we do is good, and tune in with us every day, because guess what? Soon, there's going to be a lot of us on, we're going to be on Twitch a lot, so get ready for that. But, I mean, that's really the thing, is, is there's a little bit more 
I guess stability. Yes. With 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 working with Beasley, and I think the biggest thing that uh, really makes a difference for us is, you, you know, you say, you know, oh, you guys had so much freedom and independence, and it's like. Yeah, but this really hasn't encroached on our freedom and independence. But we were also starving. Well, that too. (laughs) We were also very hungry a lot of the time. Uh, I was living with my parents. Robbie and I were both working retail. Like, you know, yeah, sure, there is freedom and independence, but there's also some stability and the opportunity to be able to focus more on this. And like I say, Beasley hasn't asked us... But Caroline said it best. They treat us like the experts. They hired us for a reason. Right. And they're allowing us to kind of, like, look at the scene and see what we're doing and kind of let us make the calls well i think another huge factor uh in this is you know of course long-term listeners to the show know that i've worked in radio for a really long time i've been uh my day job has actually been at beasley and i've seen firsthand just how innovative just how engaged just how passionate everyone at that company is and it, when, you know, if this offer had come from a number of different places, I think I, I would have been way more hesitant about it. But being a part of the Beasley family now for three years, I knew, you know, just in, in my heart, I knew that this was the right move. So I, I think that's that's one of the things that's most exciting about this. Yeah, and like you say, had it been from someone else, there are definitely some uh, radio affiliates in the city of Detroit where if it had been their parent company, I would have been like, eh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, but I, obviously for us, having known Nate working with Beasley for a long time, uh, it was kind of a, for us, it was like, well, if Nate's comfortable with it, we can probably pretty safely be comfortable with it too. And, and sure enough, every conversation we've had with them has been very positive for us. So I've noticed that you've been paying attention to what's going on with our, our flight boardings and stuff like that. Are uh, what 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 do we got? Like, what, are we are we getting close to, to having to board? Uh, well, our flight's departing in about forty minutes or so. So uh, yeah, we're gonna have to uh, start boarding here in probably the next twenty. Yeah. So why don't we go ahead and uh, and wrap this up? But uh, before we go, we did want to share one of the exclusive conversations that we had out at the esports business summit. Um, and because, uh, again, we had so many interesting conversations. So let's check out our conversation about pro esports gaming. Welcome back to Checkpoint Esports and Gaming Radio. My name's Nate Bender. So glad to have you along. Uh, we are here at the Esports Business Summit at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas, and we are with Eric Gonzalez. Eric, thanks for joining us here on Checkpoint. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks for the invite. So uh, why don't you tell our audience uh, a little bit about your business? Uh, what is it? Uh, remind me one more time, because my brain is just not functioning today. No worries. Um, Pro Esports Gaming is uh, all about basically uh, taking an audience and making them into professional gamers. Um a lot of the audience, a lot of YouTube uh, people and Google searches are revolved around how do I become a professional gamer? Sure. How can I do that? You know, because uh, there's millions of gamers, you know, um, you know, billion on, on PC and all of them ask, you know, there's all these positions and teams and whatever, but there's, they're limited. Right. You know, there's 10, 10, 10 position here, 10 there, 10 there, but that doesn't fill millions of players sure millions of gamers so when you log on pro esports gaming what happens is you can play nba live nba 2k 
uh, Rocket League. You can play Battlefield, Call of Duty, you name it, NHL, UFC 3, Tekken, Street Fighter, any PvP game that you like to play uh, against your friends or just random people, um, you'll be able to do on Pro Esports Gaming. But here's the kicker. You'll be able to do it for money. Oh, nice. Exactly. You'll be able to do it for $1, $2, $100, whatever you want to do, play against. And it's not just for them as well. You can send private invites. So this esports team right here in, located in Las Vegas can challenge the one in Texas, not Arlington. You know, you'll be able to say, hey, you want to talk smack today? Let's log on Pro Esports Gaming. I'll, I'll send you a private invite right now. We're going to get this settled. <laughs> and so... Uh, um, a lot of that is, is really cool. Um, and if you're not on just PC, if you're not just on PlayStation or Xbox, there's a customization uh, option in there for you able to be able to do it on your Android phone. Oh, and nice. Say, I want to challenge you in The Walking Dead. I can get more zombies than you do. You know, you'll be able to customize it for your Nintendo Switch and challenge somebody as well. Um, so it's, it, it's broad to whatever gamer you are. So... Uh, and you'll be able to challenge each other. And to get things a step further than that, because gamers that stream as well want an option. Yeah. You, know, um, you know, hey, I'm a great streamer. I want to make some money. But there are these streamers like Ninja and so forth that are just, they're kicking my butt. You know, I'm just. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Know, they're kicking my butt. They're owning everybody. They're taking everybody. But I want, I want to make some money too. So the live lobby, what happens is, that lobby stays open, and it's kind of like Friday night poker with your friends or whatever. Sure. And um, you don't ever have to recreate it. You stay in that lobby. You can play for 50 cents per game or whatever. Everybody readies up and plays. And you have an audience that is watching you because everybody in that lobby can stream. Um, they have that option. And uh, unlike Twitch, I hate to throw that out there, you'll be able to, uh, to uh, select who you want to view oh, okay. uh, at will. So... If there's 8v8, 16 players all streaming, you'll be actually able to select who you would like to watch at what angle. And if you want to watch more than one, why have a whole bunch of windows open, you know, and, you know, complicating the browser? You can just have one browser open and watch multi-screen of all the different angles at once on the same window while you're watching. And if you, if somebody jumps out of their lobby... If you're next in line, you can actually jump in the lobby oh, against those cool. players. That's very cool. That seems like <laughs> a really cool technological jump that, you're right, Twitch doesn't have. So I, I want to talk about uh, being able to, uh, to to win money out of these matches because you're right. I, I see a lot of gamers out there who are like, how can I get in on this? How, you know, there's so much money going around. And, you know, the way that, that, that I used to look at it, I, I went to a uh, college that was right next to uh, a casino. And people used to ask me, do you ever go to the casino? I, no, I never did. The, the, the entire six years, and yes, I hate to admit it, I was in college for six years. But the entire <laughs> six years that I was in college. It was money well spent. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> well, and, at least you and, graduated and, at the end of six years. That is true. But the thing is, is that, you know, the way that I would explain it to people it, it, when they would ask me why I don't gamble more is I would say, okay, if I've got $60, right, I can go and I can maybe probably lose all of that out yeah. at the casino. Or... I can go invest in a game, and I can get really good at that game. And now there are opportunities to be able to get money back out of that game. So I, th- I, I feel like you know uh, that that uh, the opportunity to be able to win 
money off of uh, off of something like this is is going to be hugely attractive to a lot of people out there. Oh yeah, and you know those audiences are always asking, "How do I do it? How do how can I make some money off of this right. from home?" You know, don't get me wrong. You know, these companies are making millions. You know, which is turning into a billion dollar industry. You know, but they're capped at making millions, in, in my opinion. They're 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 capped right there, and uh, because. It's just creating an audience. They're gaining advertisers. But here, you know, it's a potential billion-dollar company because I'm not just capturing an audience. I'm capturing the entire world is able to play on this platform 24-7 around the clock and play for money on not just one game, not just two games, every single PvP game that exists. And they'll be able to finally say, hey, I made hundreds of dollars today. I made thousands of dollars look, today. Look, Ma. You know, yeah, look. <laughs> I can become a professional gamer for the very first time. And so, and um, you th- if you think that's just the, 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 the end of it or that's all of the platform, we're going to have content where uh, those streamers, those, those, those small fish that from home that are trying to make, uh, become a professional gamer, you'll be able to sell pro esports gaming t-shirts. Oh, wow. Socks beanies and so forth and we'll give you a cut you know there's a lot of talk that hey youtube is you know sometimes too stingy with the profits or twitch has too much uh restrictions to become before i can actually become an affiliate and so forth and the make amount money. of hoops you gotta yeah, jump through a lot oh, yeah, of hoops sure, and here yeah. you know um that's one of the one of the few things that they f- they fail to capture is those gamers will be able to sell our gear through the store and we'll give you a cut. You know, you'll be able to make some money off of that and say, hey, wow, awesome. And if you sell 25, 50 shirts and so forth, um, you can actually inc- uh, increase and per, uh, request a raise. And instead of making a dollar per shirt, you'll make a dollar twenty-five, a dollar oh, wow. fifty. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm actually putting some money in the bank account right, and so yeah. forth. You know, I'm actually doing it. And it's like, wow, it's not just for those, those, those. Those uh, big, big people out there just, just capitalizing on everything. Those other people that those other millions of gamers can be able to sell those shirts. And if you create fans and so forth, you'll be able to create your own customized shirts with your own name on the back of it, your own logo saying, hey, I am awesome at Madden, you know, I'm awesome at this, you know, and everybody wants my own gear, you know, so I made my own gear. And guess what? you'll be able to keep a bigger percentage because it's your gear. Yeah. You know, you took the time and work. We're not going to be stingy. You do it. You take the majority and switch switch it up, and we'll take the small fee. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, one of the concerns that most people have when they talk about a platform like this would be something along the lines of security of um, – you know, you're obviously putting money in. Uh, you guys are the arbiters of making the payouts. Then, when, yeah, one team wins. Yeah, basically, uh, what gamers do is they log in, create account. Um, uh, let's say they want to test out the platform. They can put in twenty dollars, twenty five dollars, whatever it may be. And uh, the more they put in, uh, the less fee we take. So, you know, let's say I want to play for twenty five dollars. I'll put in a deposit of twenty five dollars. The total is $27, for an example. So the whole 25 goes in your account. You paid the, the $2 fee or whatever, and uh, you create a challenge for a dollar. And uh, at the end of the day, let's say you've made uh, $100. Um, you just simply uh, hit the withdrawal, and it goes straight to your PayPal or bank, and you can transfer it over. And uh, um, 
and we'll take another two dollar fee and and you'll be good to go. I mean, it's it's pretty simple. Okay. Um, this seems like a very well-rounded platform for anyone looking to get into video games as an entrepreneur, right? Like oh, yeah. anyone who is like, man, you know, I've got this great personal brand that I, I, I think can do very well. You know, I, I think that this sounds like a perfect opportunity for them to, to, you know, first get in front of people and then be able to start, you know, putting one foot in front of the other in terms of monetizing their content, because that can be the most right. difficult part unless it's, you know, like you had said, YouTube or Twitch kind of prodding you along in that process. And, and, and I really like that concept. Yeah. And uh, speaking of monetizing on top of that, um, you know, because we're making a lot of money, the gamer's going to be making a lot of money. On top of that, for advertisers, you know, for those advertisers is saying, "Wow, Pro Esports is game doing great. All these gamers are doing great." You know, and like I said, they're they they've built a, a window, an access point, not just just uh, a millions, but you know, the entire gaming community. Yeah, all of it, all around the world, twenty four seven. I want to advertise through Pro Esports Gaming. Well, it's simple. Just uh, create an advertising account um, and uh, get approved. And once you're approved, um, you have to be approved because, you know, we want to make sure all companies that come in are, are legit and uh, advertise appropriately. Sure. And so uh, once, once that's verified, you'll be able to go to that streamer, to that gamer, whether it be Ninja, as huge as him, or as small as you are, and you just got uh, two thousand subscribers. Finally, you got this, and you got that, and you know, like you know, some 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 of them ask me, you know, how do I make some money through advertising and stuff? How sure. should, how can I get Doritos on me and so right. forth? Right? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, how can I do that? Well, it's simple. If Doritos likes you, or, or a certain company, Gatorade Monster likes you, they just log in Pro Esports Gaming. They see you, and they're like, "Wow, you're you're doing great live stream right now." Yeah. Let's let me advertise. They can drop in their commercial and play it right then and there and have it going. Wow. And so it makes it easy, even easier for those advertisers. Not to mention, it makes it easier for us as a company to keep the overhead low. You know, customer service is not as high as everybody else. Having everything else that's required in positions and so forth, because it's all automated. And so everybody gets to keep a piece of the pie. Eric Gonzalez from Pro Esports Gaming, thank you so much for your time today. Good luck with your platform, and make sure you come back on Checkpoint and let us know how it's going. Oh, yeah, definitely. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right, there's our conversation with Pro Esports Gaming. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. We appreciate it. Uh, Hopefully, next week's podcast will be a little bit more entertaining because next week's show is going to be from the campus of UC Irvine and all four of us are going to be out there uh, we'll probably have a little bit more of a, of a traditional podcast next week so uh, make sure you check that out make sure you check out the show next week again we're going to be doing it from the campus of UC Irvine and uh, if you happen to be a California resident and uh, you find out about some of the stuff that we're doing on campus while we're there come out shake our hands come say hi That's going to be it for the Checkpoint Radio podcast. I want to thank both my guys back home, Robbie Landis and Norris Howard. We really wish that they could have been out here for the grand unveiling. Um, But uh, you know what? I think we held down that booth just fine. Yeah, I think we did pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So wait, why do we have them again? Uh, Well, we have a lot of heavy equipment. Oh, right, right, right. And when it's just two of us, it is really hard to get it all through the airport. That's right. That's right. So uh, thank you guys. No, seriously, to uh, Robbie and Norris uh, for holding it down. 
feedback at home and for taking up the stream. They were in the chat room the whole time engaging people, so we really appreciate their hard work uh, over these last couple of days. I'm looking forward to uh, ha- hanging out with them again out in UC Irvine. All four of us going to be out there. So uh, we'll see you next week for the Checkpoint Radio podcast. For Joe Sloan, I'm Nate Bender. Keep listening. You've been listening to the Checkpoint Radio podcast. Make sure you subscribe to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, tune into our weekly radio show. For more information and the latest on esports and gaming, go to CheckpointRadio.com. Woo!